Hello and welcome to The Reducer. Once again, still the worst podcast you listen to, you crazy bastard. Um, with me, as always, Howard H. Smith. I'm Lead Scum. With me is David Klein, Liverpool supporter. Hi, Howard. Hello. And hello to Mr. Dave Rothley, Man City supporter. Hello. 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 Well, of oh, course. Yeah. Look who's fucking chirpy, eh? Hey, well, uh, look, 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 let's get to the big, let's get to the big news straight out of the gate, okay? <laughs> All right? Yeah. Um, Roy Hodgson, still manager of Fulham. There's the top story for you. <laughs> Fine. Jump the, the gun as usual. Palace. 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 In fact, had, um, oh, sorry, sorry, Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah. Fucking ruined that, didn't I? It probably has been Fulham's manager. Um, he has, he did very well for them. Yeah. Um, you put in our group, Hodgson, gone. Out, oh, matter of time. Oh, look at him. He was crying at the at the way end. Oh, it's, it's, it's done. He's two weeks later. Yeah, still there. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> who'd, who'd have thought Klopp would have gone before Hodgson? Mm. Good shout. Good shout. Well, well probably right. won't. Yeah. Still got all right. All right. Da- all right, Dave. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fucking rubbing it in. Yeah. I'm not. I I love I love Klopp. Obviously, you know. He's the manager I fear most. Well, um, dare I say it, I just think uh, it's a matter of time before Pep goes, do you know what? I can't be fucked with this anymore. I think Klopp's right. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm afraid the phrase, it's only a matter of time, is, is the most redundant thing human beings say because that basically includes everything. Everything. That, that's basically <laughs> like saying, well, everything. Yeah, because no, yes, everything is a matter of time. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like the women of the England's football uh, uh, team, who, uh, when asked, "Will there be a female um, uh, manager of the England men's team one day?" She said, "It's just a matter of time." Yeah, that's right. Two hundred years time, a female will manage them. It's 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 not an answer, is it? Really, you know, it's basically basically saying everything is possible. That's Paul, true. There's a, there's a phrase that the Taliban use. Which um, I suppose you wouldn't expect to hear in a football podcast, but the Taliban <laughs> have got this. Uh, it's how they refer to the West and the and Western imperialism, yeah. and the sort of attempts by Western forces to invade and uh, and and control Afghanistan. They say the West has got the clocks, but we've got the time. Time, yeah, ah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, now, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, they haven't got the clops. They've got the uh, the, the clocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, anyway, um, yeah, so um, I was challenged on my level of shock by Mr. H. Smith. Yes. Um, yeah, so I'm not allowed to be shocked and then and then suddenly recover quickly. No, 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 um, no, I did. You weren't challenged on shock. You were challenged on your lack of shock. You were challenged on your. Oh, yeah, I knew it was. It was a classic Dave Klein reaction. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought this was coming. Yeah. Well, you know, perspective quickly set in. Just for context, <laughs> just for context, listener, we're talking about Klopp's uh, announcement that he's leaving Liverpool, and there were there was some there was some toing and froing on the chat, and so Dave, over to you. Your Mr. Reaction. Klein basically um, uh, put in the group that he was totally shocked, and then within uh, within half an hour, quickly rounded the trucks, and uh, I was expecting it. it turns out, uh, yeah, yeah, pro- probably going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I quickly reflected. I went, "I'm sightery of its finest." Yeah. I was like, "Wow, wow, Friday!" And it's like it just—I think it was the timing more than anything. I'm not the only one to say this, of course. It just seemed a bit weird the timing. 
Um, but it's been coming, and it's one of those things. I just people walking around with fucking black armbands on it is just doing my head in. You know, a lot of the uh, the the YouTube channels that I I do, I dip in and out. So I just think fucking, I'll get a life, guys. Come and talk about something else. It's you just can't it's all, on a football it's all, it's all podcast, mate. Fucking speculation, anyway. Well, yeah, I know, but you know, we're we're more we're more sort it of must, realistic and. You must be the only person who turns up to a Liverpool football uh, uh, YouTube channel and goes, "Oh, fucking hell, guys, talk about something else." You know, <laughs> go on, let me move on to politics. <laughs> I mean, uh, the only thing I will say is, um, which ties together the Guardiola and Klopp, is that um, I think timing-wise, he told the owners in November. He didn't want it to leak. He, he wanted to be the be in control of the message, as it were. And I think it's actually perfect timing for Liverpool. This could be, you know, there's a potential brilliant fairy tale ending here, isn't there? That Liverpool go on now to win the title. So you know, and that's yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, oh. there, there's no, but there's a potential. Potential. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's only so a matter far, of time. Yeah. So far, they seem to be playing for him, don't they? Some managers kind of say, "Dead man walking." We're not going to bother. So far, what? Bournemouth 4-0, Norwich 5-2, Chelsea 4-1. Yeah, that Arsenal to me suggests Sunday. the team are playing for Arsenal on Sunday. That's mm. right. That's in the future, though. Yeah. 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 So yeah, well... ignore all of ignore all of the evidence because that's positive. Focus on the unknown, which could <laughs> could be negative. So do that. Do that. Yeah. Now, yeah. to be fair, yeah. timing-wise, I think yeah. there's a couple of things going on here. I think if he announces at the end of the season. Well, there's so many questions. Oh, did the players know? Is that why we, you know, won, didn't win? What? Do you, it, it, all of a sudden, there's it's it's a can of worms. If he says yeah. it at the beginning of the season, like Fergie, it's a fucking stupid idea. Why Ferguson yeah. did that? It's fucking stupid. And he, and he ended up like, deciding not to retire. Um, so, you know, you put the whole season basically at risk. I think, mm. you say time is a bit weird. I I'm Weird or not, I think the timing is great. I think the way it was done, I think the way it was handled was superb. It didn't leak. And um, the players found out just before the fans. And and I, I just think it's like exemplary conduct, you know? It really is. It's it's just incredible. Well, there's no easy, to si- easy time to break it, is there? Um, apparently, the, the management and other individuals in the club have known since November uh, is the... Uh, yeah, the word sure. that's been, but I just thought surely the players would have been told as well. He can't just they can't just have found out at that press conference. They were they were told about ten minutes before that press conference. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to because players will tell partners True. or friends, yeah, right? and, it will, out, and it'll leak. It? Yeah, it'll, it'll leak. So you, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what that's my that's the point I was making. The fact that Klopp has taken so much care to make sure that the fans found out at the same time as the world as it were there's so much care been taken over it not leaking which i you know I think... I, but I, it still doesn't for me there's, there's a bit of a it's a it's a conundrum because why i don't understand if he if he's going just keep your keep your counsel until the end of the season and then just say it's been a great season or whatever happens you know success wise win a cup or two or whatever same right? thing perfect, perfect way to sign off same um, thing. It might. Yeah. It, the longer you leak, the longer it, the longer it goes, the more likely it's going to leak. And the only thing I could think here is that it, it might even possibly his hand may have been forced by the fact mm. that maybe mm. a journalist rang up and said, 
Are you leaving? Because <laughs> uh, some journalists have said they heard rumours around November time. So maybe he just thought, yeah, do you know what? I I've got to announce this. Yeah, I think yeah. it motivates the team. And I think the other thing, perhaps on the timing, is look, if you go going to win the league, then it's genius timing, right? It'll be seen as what a, what a masterstroke from Klopp. I think the other thing is that you just need time to plan. And it, it, to me, it gave quite mm. interesting insight as to how far ahead these clubs plan now. Because he decided he was going to step down in November when he was having a chat about next season's pre-season yeah. tour. So that shows kind of how far ahead they think. And also, so for that, the board's going to need to find a successor. So if he steps down in the summer, that gives them yeah, no time, time at all uh, during yeah. the Euros to try and find yeah. whoever. So they've now got a nice run into you know to find the successor. I'm sure that there's some kind of plan in place as well. There must yeah. be. Was there that was be. that a message from Klopp you just got there? That was that was Klopp. Yeah, he's just <laughs> yeah, saying yeah. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. saying, don't but talk about me behind my back. Stop being so negative, he says. <laughs> uh, but right. just to, just to right. round it off, I think. No, and everybody said this, but you know Liverpool will be fine. I mean, you know Shankly, you, you did fine after that. Uh, yeah, just, just I'm thinking, are, I'm just thinking the Spice Boys era. You know, just, I mean, Soonest came in with good no, intentions, trying to change, transform, change sentence. the club, etc. Sorry, let me finish my sentence. Yeah, no, come on, Dave. Let me let Dave finish his sentence. All right, um, Roy Evans. I'm taking a bigger picture here. <laughs> is that when I'm sure when Shankly left Liverpool, that was gloom and doom. There were black black armbands worn then, and Liverpool, you know, is a great club. To bring it back to City, I think there's a much bigger question mark when Guardiola leaves compared to when Klopp leaves. I think Klopp will leave. You know, Klopp leaves, you'll be fine. I think that you know when Guardiola leaves City, that's a much bigger question. Partly because we'll have been deducted seven thousand five hundred points, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think there is a question mark. What happens when Pep leaves? Does the whole thing fall apart? Whereas Liverpool have proved time and time again for all of the kind of whinging about how yeah. long you know you've won titles every decade that you've played in. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's two ways of looking at it. Yeah, the whole thing with the boot room, that succession element. So when Shankly went, Paisley was a natural successor, successor, and after him, Joe Fagan. But it's like. Um, we haven't. I don't think we've got that system anymore, and oh, and God, no. it's changed. It's every club's pretty much in the same boat in terms of they just look elsewhere now for a manager. That's why. So I mean, for me, obviously, the, the natural successor would be, even though he's unproven, is Xabi Alonso, only yeah. because he spent five years there. He was a bit of a legend when he he played mm. for the for us, and also he probably gets the fans and the city and what it means to them. Which is terrible. I'm sorry, I've just used those terrible cliches, but everyone's yeah. been banding them around. But of of the candidates mentioned, he probably is most likely. I I can't see anyone else personally, unless you can enlighten me to someone who you. Well, would... yeah, I, I think um, the natural successor. That phrase is being overused. There's, there is there is only one natural successor. Unfortunately, he's fucked it up. That's Steven Gerrard. Um, <laughs> Oh and, God! I even and, forgot about him. But, but let's all. But we, yeah, Stevie but, G. Yeah, yeah. But the reason why I don't think it will be Alonso is Steven Gerrard is a more experienced manager. Alonso mm. has been managing a very, very short time. I don't think um, that Liverpool are going to be willing to put all of that legacy into the hands of somebody who is pretty much untried and untested at the highest level. And there's, the reason why Klopp's leaving is pressure. 
So I would argue that the number one um, uh, reason or the number one quality that they're going to be looking for in a manager is the ability to deal with that pressure, um, which means you've got to go elite manager. I don't think there's going to be any surprises. Um, although one, one, one that I've heard that I kind of like the sound of, and I, as much as I hate to say it, it, it if, if they went for it, Thomas Frank from Brentford. Hmm. He he's he doesn't fuck about. He's a straight talker. The fans love him. He mixes his tactics up. You know, he he's attracted incredible players to Brentford. Um, and I I don't know. I I he's it, he's a real outsider. It's a real outsider, and it probably won't happen. But I heard that, and I just thought, yeah, you know, that's uh, that, that's you know, it's really interesting. That is, um, yeah, but. But also another reason for the announcement in November is exactly this, as Dave was saying. Um, you you get to start looking for a manager because the thing is, yeah, no doubt the board and Klopp have realised since November they may well have said because he said he reaffirmed it. So they've obviously said to him, "Look, think about it. Let's talk about this in the new year again, and make sure you still want to do it. If you do, then we'll." will announce it and get on with it. And they've had to announce it and get on with it because they've got to start looking for a manager. And so it will come out. That's why you yeah. can't keep it a secret. Liverpool yeah. are trawling around the leagues looking for asking for permission to talk to managers. So, you know, mm. it's got to go out. Yeah. But as I mean, for the, yeah, the anyone else? Thomas Frank. Thomas Frank's a good call. And that, that would make him only the second manager, I think, with two first names to win if, you know, if he won the league. Who was nice. It? George Graham won the George league. George Graham, oh, yeah. Two first yeah. names. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure they've got a more sophisticated statistical modelling system than this. Yeah, that's the Liverpool backroom staff. Moneyball, yeah. rather than I... going Thomas Frank. Yeah, George Graham. Yeah, there's a link there. I, I didn't realise. I didn't realise that you worked for Opta, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> bit, 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 of, bit of sidelining there. Uh, let's yeah. not forget that numbers are Dave's thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, uh, can I can I tell you a little story? Go yeah, on, man. please. Um, I've not been here. I was ill last week, and then the week before, I had to go to Switzerland. Nothing sinister. Um, but, um, why? Why would it be? How is skiing, chocolate, and cuckoo clocks sinister? That's where people go to. Uh, yeah, uh, you know the um, euthanasia. euthanasia um, Oh, I thought you were just going to. I thought you were just going to go to your um, to your stash of um, uh, gold fillings. It's not illegal to be euthanized there. So. No, I had a work thing. Yeah. I had a bit of. I had and I had like an hour free, two hours free, and I hadn't realised. You probably know this. There's a FIFA museum in Zurich. Um, so I went along to the FIFA museum, um, and the World Cup is there. Um, in its wow. display cabinet. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's complete sort of sports washing, the museum itself. They have, you know, obviously, there's obviously no mention of anything negative about FIFA. You go in there, 20, 20 euros to get in. I gave them 40, and um, now I'm hosting the World Cup. No. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the only reason I'm telling this story, because I thought the guy... But I, I went in there, and uh, no, but there is. You go in there, and they've got, they've got all of the winners. So there's just loads of stuff. I took some pictures, which will be no good for a podcast, but I've got a picture of the World Cup. And they've got each tournament, each final, 
They've got like Messi's boots. It's an it's an amazing thing. But um, I hadn't. I was looking at the '66, and I it had all the stadia, and I didn't realise all the stadia in '66. Do you know what, where they played all the games in 1966? I mean, this is of no interest to anybody, really. But you know. um, I, I I think was Ellen Road one of the grounds? No, it wasn't. It was Ayrson no. Park, Roker Park, right. Hillsborough, gone, gone, Old Trafford, falling wish, down. Wish it had gone. Goodison Park. Uh, Villa Park, Wembley, and White City Stadium. Wow! Yeah, which is um, I I when I uh, moved to London, that was the the second place I stayed was in flats built on the site of the old White City Stadium. Who played there? Was it grounds? Was it no? Was it a football pitch? Was it? Was it an athletic no. track? Was it? No, no. Yeah, it was for the built for the Olympics. Right. Oh, okay. And yeah, no. This this one didn't get given to a local team for fuck all. Uh, yeah, so uh, no wonder the hammers are so fucking happy. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's just like there's 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 no uh, there's not a sign of it anymore. Hmm. So I can recommend the FIFA Museum. It's good. And it's quite funny. I did. I went in there and there's all the trophies are kind of on display in this round thing, and it's mirrored, and it says in it says warning there are a lot of mirrors in this museum, and it's like yeah. <laughs> Any smoke? I mean, all two-way mirrors, they're filming <laughs> you, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, hoping they can blackmail you. Yeah. Is there any cabinets with, like, you know, paper bags full of money and stuff? <laughs> no, they haven't. They, they didn't have any of that. They didn't have any of that. But they did have every single FIFA trophy. There's a Beach Football World Cup. There's, uh, yeah, there was, it was, and you put your coat in a locker, and it was full when I went in, so... I had um, Francescoli's locker, which was next to Charlton. So they're all the where you put nice. your coats and all that. It's quite good. And they've got all, Ooh. and they're this really nice sort of cinema area, short film about, and it was all of the finals of the World Cup. It was kind of like a mashup. So they okay. kind of did it from the teams walking out through to half time, through to oh, wow. the trophy. And they also had an area which probably Howard would like, which was um, where you can, they had like free kick areas and stuff you could actually kick you know bend it around walls and stuff but you know that was that but nice. it was amazing and i must admit i went in cynical um because you know i am and it's fifa and um but i came out thinking that was worth a visit right. is it um uh 20 20 but, euros worth yeah yeah is it is it sponsored was it is it um sponsored by a betting company it wasn't a betting company no but i mean it's clear i mean set blatter i mean i mean it's, I mean, it's just corrupt us yeah yeah, you know, I mean, it's, oh yeah, you know, but, but as long as you, if you can just take that out of your your head um, and just sort of enjoy the memorabilia, and you do feel, you know, you do get some yeah. Maradona shirts, their Maradona's boots, you know. So the pure sporting element, yeah, yeah, but take the, the politics mean, and the economics out of it, and the uh, corruption, and the corruption, <laughs> the yeah, corporate the, greed, the, 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 the corruption. <laughs> Yeah. Corporate greed. <laughs> Apart from that, you know, from yeah, all the family. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm, I, well, there you go, listeners. Um, you know, international travellers. Um, if you're uh, if planning on going anywhere, then definitely Zurich. Should you be there, uh, check out the museum. Yeah, FIFA Museum. There you go. Sorry to interrupt. I just had to report back. Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, sorry to interrupt. It was a great interruption, Dave. It was it was a story of, um, of you know, 
Swiss beauty. Um, and for, for listeners, Dave is now showing us uh, pictures Whoa, on his phone God. that we can't see. see. Because he's got the blurred background feature on his fucking camera. So he may as well have been holding up pictures of his own cock. We can't tell. Um, <laughs> Probably was. Yeah. As long as it's his own cock and not somebody else's cock, that's all right. That's a really good point. There it is. There's a World ah. Cup. Oh, well, well, there you go, listeners. I hope you're enjoying this. We're yeah. looking at pictures of the World Cup. You're not. Fuck you. Was it big? Uh, yeah, quite big. Impressive. Uh, yeah. Impressive. I just want to find out. Brilliant. I'll just see if I've got any more for you. Brilliant. It, the sound of yeah. somebody clicking through their phone. <laughs> I'll start Googling stuff. This will be the best episode we've ever done. I'll break out my holiday photos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get some more messages through. This is a couple we met from Margate. They were very... <laughs> <laughs> The Saudi prince, I met. Yeah, so yeah. that was that. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. So, um, I, look, I refreshing lack of uh, transfer window talk here um, because, funnily enough, I think out of our three teams, um, the only thing we did, I mean, we, we've let a few more players go. We seem to be doing it, but we're creating the headroom, I think, through for for profit and st- sustainability. But we, we brought in Roberts from Burnley on loan. Um, and and that's it. And I'm not aware of you, your two teams doing doing anything. Am I right or wrong? A couple of loan deals, people going out. That was it. Liverpool. Owen Beck went back to uh, Dundee. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's it. What did, it, what did he do yeah. wrong to get sent to Dundee? Uh, well, we just got a, a plethora of uh, left backs. So uh, and Andy Robert, Robertson's back now. So um, he was surplus to requirements. Right. When did Robertson come back? Uh, he was on the bench on Wednesday. He came on briefly. Wow. Yeah. That's so we've flight. we've got quite a few of our first 11 on the way back, which is good. Need Going to need them. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, the, the, the strength in depth, I think... Um, it's insane. It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's insane. It's, it's but insane. it is, it's, but it's great, and the <laughs> like the youngsters coming through as well. I mean, you've got you know, oh. two young players come through Connor in the last sort of six months. You know, what's a player? Yeah, wow, that's my fear, though. You see, so someone comes in, and it's all about managers fancying players, isn't it? And it's like suddenly everything gets disrupted. That's why I I fear for the transition into a new manager. You know, it'll it'll be disruptive, whatever happens. But you know, that's mm. the way it is. I, I don't know. I it's think... only for it's only football. Fuck no, it. but I think I think if you if you listen to what Klopp says, when you listen to what he's <clears throat> what he says when he left, is that he talked about the structure and he mm-hmm. talked about the people behind the scenes. Then, yeah. you know, you what you do a manager a manager now is a figurehead. So he is picking the team. He's looking after mm. the team. He oversees the youth team, but the youth, the youth are being suggested to him. So then he, it, it's very much a case of you know that there is a structure because all football clubs have realised, and especially looking at um, the Man United model under Ferguson, that will never ever happen again because every football club looked and just went, you can't have one man with that much power because mm. when they leave, your club is fucked. And Man yeah. United is still recovering. So that model is well, well gone. You yeah. know, it, it, you should be able to, you know, it's it's a corporate structure now, basically. It's a, it's a, it's a sporting organisation with a corporate structure of which your manager is sort of CEO, if you like. 
Um, but he's still got to report to the board and he's still got to report to the shareholders, if you like. You know, that's mm. why we've got sporting directors. That's why you've got a whole team of data analysts. You're not relying on, you know, Bob from fucking who's 80 and knows a good left foot when he sees one. You know, all that's <laughs> fucking gone. You know, the boot room was burned down about 20 years ago. All, all, all that bollocks was just disappeared after fucking Benitez. That's 20 years ago. Oh, I know. Yeah, so it's like, you know, the whole structure is completely different yeah. of every club, you know, because mm. we've changed we've changed the structure of ours since um, um, we had a, you know, we had one man with too much power in the club, which was Victor Orta. And um, uh, and since then, since the 49ers took over, first thing they did is they've employed like 12 people. We had we had three. And that yeah. is just basically division of labor, get experts mm. in in each position um, and, you know, create a structure whereby you can swap people in and out. You know what it's like whether it's business, whether it's sport, whatever, it's all about process. You create processes and you can put people in those processes and the structure works and the people are interchangeable. So I think, yeah, I think you, I think you'd be, you know, the, yeah, they'll all, obviously there'll be, you know, there's going to be some disruption. I think you're yeah. right, but I don't think, I, I, I don't think it's going to be as, as um, I don't think it'll be the upheaval that you fear. Mm. Okay. To, to round off your uh, talk about transfer window, yeah, I mean, Calvin Phillips was the big one for us going to... Oh, yeah. Yeah. yes. We wish him well and hope he... Uh, That's right. And first thing he did was um, uh, was uh, an assist for Dominic Solanke of Bournemouth. That's uh, for yeah. his first action as a West Ham player. <laughs> there you go, Dominic. Stick that in the net. Oh, you have done. Well done. You'll be in the England squad, not me. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, very good. Hell. So, did, yeah. did you cover um, Rashford last week? Fuck no. No, I see. No. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make. A, I'm going to make a prediction based on nothing. Um, so I'm going to say it. Rashford to Spurs, end of the season. I, I don't thought, think it's a big deal that he missed that he went to Belfast. By the way, I think but... I don't think it'll be Premier League team, but I think he'll be off. Yeah, yeah. I think it could be. I think he's a Manchester lad, and um, we don't know what's going on in the background here you know it, it, it's it, it could all be in situations like this i listen to players and when you hear players on podcasts saying this could be anything this could be family related it could be friends related it could be um it, it, you know he's struggling you know mentally you know th this is the lad who changed the government's policies on school dinners you know this mm -hmm. is a, this is a lad who is you know, who is saintly that even I as a Leeds fan admire. Yeah. And the last sort of season and a half is very much been, um, well, he's been in and out a little bit and there's, there has been little episodes of discipline. And I, I never forget hearing the strangest, strangest footballing statement that was um, someone saying that um, Man United really want to, um, are really trying to uh, get Mar Marcus Rashford's England form back. And it's like, it's the other way around. It's like, why can't he play in an England shirt? You know, why is it any player puts on an England shirt and all of a sudden they're shit? It's the other way around now. It's, it's like he's coming back from England duty and Man United are wondering how they can capture that England magic. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a mystery. Who knows? Who knows? 
he was on amazing form for United last year, though. So yeah, I mean that was. I mean, you're right, Howard. It's all. It's what other players say. There was a funny thing from Pat Nevin. I was just trying to find it, but he was saying when he was at Chelsea, he said he said I'm not one to have a go at Marcus. When he was playing for Chelsea, he um he went to Germany overnight to watch the Cocteau Twins, and uh, got back in time for training. And he said nobody ever was any was any the wiser, yeah. uh, you know. And I think it's pretty normal. I remember Aguero at City. I mean, this is quite normal that players in their time off can do stuff. I remember Aguero went to Germany, and the only reason why it became a thing was because he was in a car crash, and yeah. you know, then injured. So, well, yeah. last um, when Jesse Marsh was in charge of Leeds, um, the uh, fridge ma- fridge magnet footballing philosopher. Um, <laughs> Was on the Simon Jordan podcast, and when when asked plainly, you picked him up in sixteenth. You left him when they were seventeenth. Is that progress? And Jesse comes straight back with, "If they sacked me the game before, we were in thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> and the other classic was on expected goals, we were fifteenth. Brilliant. So we should have got rid of him earlier. Yeah, I know. And um, uh, uh, Moscow White at the Squareball podcast, having listened to this interview, said to him, if you got Jesse Marsh into a room, what question would you ask him? And he said, uh, can I leave, please? (laughs) (laughs) Which which I thought was fucking fucking brilliant. But um, anyway, chaps, um, it's um, it's been great. And um, yeah, Marcus Rashford, fuck him. Like I said, <laughs> um, uh, always a pleasure. Thank you very much, Dave. Thank you. Great to be back. Not one of the Daves knows which one is Dave. Yeah. Thank you, David. Thank you, Dave. Pleasure, uh, and, as usual. And, of course, thank you for listening, you mad bastard. We will uh, we'll catch you all next week on the next episode of The Reducer.